morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. Hope you had a great uh, uh, Sunday yesterday in your services. We're having Evangelist Jerry Savinsky preaching at our church for this week and uh, had some great services yesterday. Um, today we're going to be looking at Exodus chapter number 23. Exodus chapter number 23. We're going to read verses 8 through 19. Uh, but I want to talk about a concept that I think that we we don't pay attention to a whole lot in our Christianity um, because of the age of grace that we find ourselves in. Everything is about grace. Everything is a free gift. Everything is it's against legalism. It's against uh, uh, self righteousness, and and so therefore we think that our Christianity is all about just being accepted by Christ, and that is true. We are accepted in the beloved, and yet. It's led us to an unbiblical extreme, I think, in a lot of ways, where we think we can live however we want to live, and that's perfectly fine. I'll just confess it. God will forgive me. And then we move on. But that's, that's not Christianity. That's not, that's not how we are to live. Um, the New Testament teaches that we're not under the law of Moses, and I've reiterated that fact over and over and over again as we've gone through these passages of the law in Exodus so far. But we are under a greater law. That is the law of Christ. And what is that law? I believe it is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. We, we owe it to God to love him. We love him because he first loved us. And our love is a response to his love. And... We need to be living a life of love for God. And that is going to change how we live. It is not going to lead to this life of license where we just do whatever we want to and think we can get away with it. And, and that's important to understand as we look at the text today because there's a truth here that is not just an Old Testament truth. It is a New Testament truth. And we need to pay attention to what it says. Let's go ahead and start in verse number eight. And thou shalt take no gift, for the gift blindeth the wise and perverteth the words of the righteous. Also thou shalt not oppress a stranger, for ye know the heart of a stranger, <clears throat> seeing ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. <clears throat> That's picking off of what we just talked about last time with justice. Now God is a just God. Then verse 10, and six years thou shalt sow thy land and shalt gather in the fruits thereof, but the seventh year thou shalt let it rest and lie still, that the poor of thy people may eat, and what they leave the beasts of the field shall eat. In like manner thou shalt deal with thy vineyard and with thy olive yard. Six days thou shalt do thy work, and on the seventh day thou shalt rest, that thine ox and thine ass may rest, and the sons of thine handmaid and the strangers may be refreshed. And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect, and make no mention of the name <coughs> Of other gods, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. And we're actually going to stop there because that's that's the main truth right here. But notice he's giving all these details of the law and there are minute details about what is right. How do we deal with other people? And then the land, we, we sow it for six years and then we let it lie for, for a seventh year. Why? Because the land needs a rest. We need to give others rest. And, that, and we are giving the poor an opportunity to eat. And the, the animals of the field, they can eat of that, of that land. And so we are doing good. We are doing justice. 
and he lays out these details. Then he says, six days you shall work, and on the seventh day you shall rest. And he gives us the reason again, that thine ox and thine ass may rest, and that thy handmaid and, thy str and the stranger may be refreshed. And the idea here is your servants, the people who work for you, your animals, uh, the, the pilgrims who are coming through your land, the strangers, the immigrants, they can be refreshed on that day. And it's a day of blessing for other people. And he says, in all these things I have said unto you, be circumspect. Circumspect means to be constantly looking around, aware of what God wants us to do in every detail of our lives. He's saying in, in all these areas, be paying attention to make sure that you are obeying what I have told you. And be circumspect, be looking around. And, and that makes sense. In the Old Testament law, there were a lot of commands that they were under obligation to obey. And they needed to be paying attention to make sure that they were obeying those laws. Um, because you could easily slip into disobeying them without thinking if you weren't paying attention. But this is not just an Old Testament truth. We're going to turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians 5, we know this passage. This is the passage that gives us the walks of the believer. We are told to walk as children of light. We are told to walk in love. We are told to walk in the spirit in, in this section of the book. But then in verse 15 of Ephesians 5, we are told, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. And then following up with that, there notice there's a comma at the end of that verse. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. The Christian is supposed to live a life where he is paying attention. He is looking. He is aware of what is going on around him. And he is in every circumstance, in every moment of every day, seeking to please the Lord and honor the Lord and love the Lord at every moment of the day. And we redeem the time because the days are evil. I don't think this means merely as it's been preached so often that we Make sure we're using our time wisely, although that is included. But I believe that it means that we are to walk in a way where our time is used righteously. And we are redeeming it. And notice the contrast is here because the days are evil. Our times are evil. And as believers, we are to live our times in righteousness and in holiness. And so many Christians have been slain, have been taken in taken advantage of by Satan and by the flesh and by the world because they are not walking circumspectly. They are not paying attention. I've been grieved lately by circumstances that I've been had, had to deal with and had to counsel about in areas where people weren't walking circumspectly <clears throat> and death and destruction followed. I've been meditating this whole week on, on Romans chapter 6 for my personal devotions. And <clears throat> we quote the verse Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we quote it as a salvation verse, and it is a salvation verse, but it is not found in a chapter dealing with salvation. It is found in a chapter dealing with the believer and how he is to live and how he is not to yield himself to sin, to obey it, and not to yield his, in, his body as instruments of unrighteousness. Why? 
because sin leads to death and destruction. Be circumspect, be watching, because there is so much death that is out there if you are not careful to avoid and to, uh, to reject sin. Do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies, but yield yourselves to righteousness. Yield yourselves to Christ. Let him live his life through you. Let him redeem your days and make them what they ought to be. But walk circumspectly. Be paying attention. Hope you have a great day.